0: Yo, what is up? Thank you so much for being here with me today. At the time I'm recording this, it is 1129 AM on March 6th, 2020. Today's episode is going to be about being present and living in the moment as often as we possibly can. And as you likely know, each and every episode, I encourage us to take time throughout our day to check in with our thoughts and emotions and become present by focusing on what's happening in this moment, like being where we are and accepting what is. It's such an important part of my outlook on life, and that's why I talk about it so often on this podcast. So before we jump in to talking about being present, let's create some space for ourselves to just be present right now. Let's slow down, zoom out, and experience what's going on in this moment. And one of the ways I love to do this is by silently examining what is around me without mentally labeling everything. Just letting it all sink in. I don't know, it's just a great feeling. I feel as though when I do that, there's a certain peace that sort of rises up um, when I just kind of am being. I'm just here. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just letting everything sink in. Because the truth is our mind is constantly trying to talk and label and be active. But when we step back and contemplate the idea that maybe we aren't our mind activity, maybe there's something deeper to our being than just the thoughts and emotions that we experience. I think when we contemplate that, it opens up an opportunity to feel real presence and get in touch with our inner being or our soul or consciousness or whatever other word that you would like to use to try to explain it. It's just a beautiful feeling and one that I try my best to experience every day. And that's why I'm so excited to jump into this topic It was actually suggested to me by my college friend, Kevin Bruns. Kevin is actually the first friend that I had at college. And although we didn't stay really close over the four years, I always enjoyed seeing him around campus and catching up when we could. And it was awesome to hear from him a couple months ago when he reached out to me to send some thoughts about the podcast. So Kev, thank you. I'm going to do my best to stay as close to the topic that you suggested. However, <laughs> this one could go many ways. So, welcome to episode 39. I think I'm going to call this one Slow Down, Zoom Out, Be Present. <music> so in our brief chat on Instagram Kevin was explaining how these days he's getting better at not feeling the need to budget every minute of every day and that is something that almost all of us can relate to because we often feel as though like if we need to be doing something right like the hustle mentality that's being pushed by so many in our culture it makes us think that if we're not working we're falling behind or we're wasting life away, which I have 100% felt uh, and experienced in my own life. In fact, I've talked about it on this podcast a lot because I really do believe that each and every one of us has a certain dream in our heart and it's important to go after whatever that is. But the main goal should be becoming successful at being happy, not just becoming successful to be successful or for material gain or recognition. So constantly researching stuff or working just to work will have negative effects on us. And in this episode, I want to talk about slowing down to find gratitude in the small, sometimes seemingly monotonous aspects of life. And Kevin put it, uh, like put a beautiful spin on the common saying, it's nice to stop and smell the roses. And he said, uh, more realistically, it's nice to have a cup of coffee on a Saturday morning on the couch with your cats and relax while watching garbage TV. (laughs) So I totally believe that it is important to do that. And we have to slow down and zoom out and really see where we are in this journey. So we're going to go there. We're going to go there right now. We're going to talk about how to be in the moment, how to slow down and appreciate life. And it's going to get a little deep because up to this point in my life, my experience with presence is very influenced by the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So I'm going to share some excerpts from that book with you and give some commentary, but let me start off by saying that you, and only you, are responsible for your inner space. Appreciating what is, what is happening right now in this moment, or where you're at in your life, and surrendering to the reality of the moment, it's critical to experience presence. You know, I love the saying, we are human beings, not human doings. Because we often feel like we need to constantly be doing stuff, but that's just not the case. In fact, living is meant to happen in the moment and not in the past or future. So learning how to just be is one of the most important things that we can do. And it's really the way that we're gonna be able to experience Presence or just living in the moment. And the power of now helped me understand what my being is and how to live as the silent observer of my thoughts and emotions rather than believing the lie that I am my thoughts and emotions. So, in the first chapter, which is titled You Are Not Your Mind, he explains his definition. Of being, and if I'm being honest, it would be a lot to to dump on you right now because his definition of being is very spiritual. Um, so without you know the full build up and context of the of the book and and sort of what he does to explain it, um, it probably would seem a little much uh, and maybe even hard to understand. So so to sum it up, our being is the indestructible life force that is inside us. You know, whereas our material body is subject to birth and death, he explains that being is the eternal one life that gives all living things their aliveness. So in order to experience real presence, I believe we have to open up our mind to the idea that there is being. Or like I said before you can use the word consciousness or a soul or spirit whatever word is that that fits um, your worldview we have to come to a place in our mind that there is something else inside us that is separate from our material body there's something in us that gives us life that makes us conscious which for some people that makes sense But for other people, that might be hard to believe. And as we move on with this topic of being present and living in the moment, I wanna be clear that I think that this is the case. And I've had experiences that brought me to the point of believing it's not only true that there is something in us that gives us life, but that experiencing real deep presence and in the moment peace only comes from that being. This book is just incredibly powerful and is filled with a lot of truths, things that I feel like he like uncovers truths that we already know, um, but there are topics that are so hard to put words to. And I just can't encourage you enough that if you're interested in this topic, this book is a great read. But in order to keep this episode concise and not go too deep or spiritual, I want to share some quotes from the book that are specific to this suggested topic. Because, yes, personally, I love the spirituality of life, but it's also good to talk about this in a widely applicable way that can make sense for anyone, even on a Saturday morning, you know, when you're trying to just hang out and watch some TV. Um, rather than feeling like we need to redefine or completely shift your perspective about what it means to be human. So in the section titled, wherever you are, be there totally, he lays out some options and explanations. It says, wherever you are, be there totally. If you find your here and now intolerable and it makes you unhappy, you have three options remove yourself from the situation, change it, or accept it totally. If you want to take responsibility for your life, you must choose one of those three options. This is great because it makes us realize that the control is in our hands. If, if we wanna just relax and hang out on a Saturday, we need to release the internal struggle or feeling of needing to be doing something. We need to learn that it's okay to just be, and we can then decide consciously that we are just going to relax and, um, and allow that downtime to be beneficial, um, because it can be beneficial and life-giving just in the same way that being productive can be as well. And he goes on to say, Accept your here and now totally by dropping all inner resistance. Is there something that you should be doing but are not doing it? Get up and do it now. Alternatively, completely accept your inactivity, laziness, or passivity at this moment, if that is your choice. Go into it fully. Enjoy it. Be as lazy or inactive as you can. If you go into it fully and consciously, you will soon come out of it, or maybe you won't. Either way there is no inner conflict, no resistance, no negativity. That is just so, so encouraging. We need to stop resisting what is. That inner conflict and that negative voice that comes up into our mind, we need to realize that we are not that voice, but we need to observe it when it pops up. And I find myself in so many situations in which I am experiencing an internal battle that is often totally unnecessary if I were just to make one of the decisions that he states. Either remove myself from the situation, do something to change it, or totally accept it. So, If it's a Saturday morning and you just want to relax and be in the moment with your cats and your TV or maybe on your phone, on social media, make it a conscious decision to observe your mind when it begins to chatter or become anxious about your to-do list or your plans for later that day. Observe your mind. Realize that you are not your thoughts, that there is something else, there's a true being that is much more real and is much more you than those thoughts are. And I feel like that that shift, that we are the silent observer of these thoughts, it allows us to, to really be present and in the moment and accepting of our current situation. And he goes on to say, there is nothing wrong with setting goals and striving to achieve things. The mistake lies in using it as a substitute for the feeling of life, for being. The only point of access for that is the now. When you honor, acknowledge, and fully accept your present reality, where you are, who you are, what you are doing right now, when you fully accept what you have got, you are grateful for what you have got, grateful for what is, grateful for being. Gratitude is the present moment and the fullness of life now is true prosperity. That's just so incredible. The fullness of life now, right now, in this moment, being grateful for this present moment is true prosperity. You know, it, it, in some ways kind of brings up a question, um, which I don't want to go into in this episode. I want to probably spend more time on it in its own episode. But it brings up the question, why even do anything, right? When true prosperity is found in being grateful for the present moment and the fullness of life that you're experiencing right now, why do anything? It's a big question. I love to ask it, but I'm going to hold off and talk about it more in another episode. For now, it's important to note that prosperity might not be what we're being told it is. You know, we often look at material gain as an example of prosperity, but I believe the truth is what Eckhart explains. Prosperity comes from appreciation for the now and loving what you have in this moment without stress for what was or what will be. He says, just be, and enjoy being. If you are present, there is never any need for you to wait for anything. So next time somebody says, sorry to have kept you waiting, you can reply, that's all right, I wasn't waiting, I was just standing here enjoying myself. In joy, in myself. That, that's the life I want to live. Enjoying myself. In joy in myself. In joy in myself. Wow. So to wrap this up, how can we be more present or in the moment as often as we can? By understanding that we are not our mind activity. And the only thing that really exists is The now, the present moment. So take time to slow down and appreciate where you're at. It's the most powerful feeling in the entire world, and I believe it can open up a new perspective that will reveal purpose to your life. And one last thought that I wanted to to share from the book. He says, The more you practice monitoring your inner mental emotional state, the easier it will be to know when you have been trapped in past or future, which is to say unconscious, and to awaken out of the dream of time into the present. The more we practice monitoring our mental emotional state, the easier it will be to notice When we're being trapped in past or future, which he likes to explain as being unconscious. Time, it's such a complicated thing when you really dive into it. But I believe it doesn't exist in the way that we think it exists. And having a belief in an eternal one life, which has been here long before you were born and will be here long after you die... I think that's essential to experiencing being and not feeling the pressure to be doing all the time. Because there's a lot of suffering and wariness uh, in which we spend our days focused on mind activity and the things in which we need to get done. But realizing that you are the silent observer of your thoughts will begin the process of letting go of resistance and just being in joy in myself. I hope that this was encouraging or helpful. It's an amazing topic and an incredibly interesting way of thinking and one that I have gained a lot of life from. So, Thank you for taking this trip with me. It's been a great dive into what it truly means to be alive and to have the opportunity to experience presence. So I appreciate you listening, and I love you. Hey, one last thing, if you like this episode and are looking forward to new episodes of this series, I encourage you to leave a review and subscribe to this show. I'm no social media guru, but I think that's how more people are gonna have a chance to hear it. Thanks again, have a great day.